How are you guys doing? Today's episode is sponsored by Upside. So we got big, big, big news. And when I mean big news, it's friggin' massive. Putin has just declared martial law in Donetsk, Luhansk, Kirsten, and Zaporizhia. This was actually your pointless news update for the day. The Belarusian military has also decided it's going to kick off their training cycle to defeat the oncoming terrorist regime they call the Ukrainian people. That's just south of them. They've been showing the world how well they can perform circus acts. So lucky for us, I get to uh, watch it with you guys live. And yes, my computer just randomly showed up here on the screen. So here we go. So, well, they got the drone footage. They got DJI. Apparently, they did not figure out the stabilization feature on this thing. I mean, this is the Belarusian government. This is pretty good. Jump ropes that are lit on fire while they do some sort of awkward push-up. This reminds me of a North Korean video, 100%. Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. That will get you prepped and ready to fight terrorism right there. That how, that's how it ends. Okay, well, this right here is what happens when a country thinks they're powerful and they try to make a, uh, a, a clean or a Jean-Claude Van Damme-esque type film, not realizing they're more or less just creating a circus act for the rest of the world to laugh at. I don't know what in the world I just watched there, but that is, that's, that's what we're talking about. That's the kind of stuff I, I, I've spoke about, I think it was in my previous episode, when a country doesn't understand how small they are in comparison to others, they think they're really big. That's the same kind of stuff we see in North Korea. They do those kind of videos. They light stuff on fire. They beat each other up with one by twos. They kick bricks. Like, how is that? How is that going to win a war? Yes, maybe back in like the 1400s. I I don't know. Maybe 700 years ago, 800. I, maybe that might have been a thing. You know, when they were shooting actual lit bows and or excuse me, arrows at each other. Anyway. China has also recruited dozens of former British military pilots to teach the Chinese armed forces how to defeat Western warplanes and helicopters in a threat that's actually going to be, it's pretty bad, honestly. There's been about 30 pilots, many are ex-fast jet, fighter jet, uh, but also some helicopter pilots have been lured in. Well, that's kind of a tough word for me to say. Lured. Lured in by annual salaries of around 240,000 euros. So you can sell your soul right now for about 200 grand. And they're currently uh, training... These Chinese training pilots, I guess you'd say, or excuse me, they're training Chinese pilots in the People's Liberation Army. The situation is so grave that the UK Defense Intelligence Service on Tuesday has actually announced they issued a threat alert. I don't know what level that is, but they issued a threat alert to warn against such approaches. China is using third-party headhunters, including a company that's actually based in South Africa, to target these personnel. China is seeking pilots with the experience to fly British and other NATO warplanes, including typh uh, typhoons and tornado fighter jets and Harrier jump jets. I, I don't think that's... I, I think this is pretty bad. Uh, they're, they're teaching these pilots how to best counter the capabilities in what's best for the PLA. Like, whoever's willing to take a job with the Chinese and to teach their pilots about Western technology should be tried for treason. No doubt. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Now, Kim Jong-un is about to have his panties in a wad here in the next week or so because South Korea and the U.S. are moving forward with conducting a very large-scale air exercise, uh, which is going to be taking place, I believe, at the end of next week. It is essentially um, the revived version of the Vigilant Ace, is what they used to call it. The scale of this exercise has been increased so dramatically. There's going to be hundreds of aircraft involved, and, well, it's, it's going to get him all fired up. He's probably going to send a couple more missiles into the ocean, to see how big and powerful he is. Now, I know this episode is a, a bit different one than we, we're used to here out the gate, but I just ran across something that's so good. Like, the, the content is so golden, I cannot share with you guys. I mean, what in the world is this? 
Вижу горы и долины, вижу реки и поля. Это русское приволье, это родина моя. Now that was actually an individual who is who has been installed down in Kyrgyzstan by the Kremlin as some sort of public official. I'm not entirely sure why they decided to use a platypus of all animals, like to fit in with his rhyme. I don't I don't know. Probably would have wanted something a little bit more like aggressive, like a rhino, or maybe a bear. I, I don't I don't it's an, I don't know. A platypus. Now, I'll tell you guys right now, you need this in your life. Upside offsets inflated prices by giving you cash back on purchases. Where do you use upside? I use it literally with gas. Right now, gas is a big major problem here in America. When I go on my trips, my last hunting trip, upside all the way through, when I want to find the cheapest gas as I go across the country, that's the best way to do it. How easy is to use the app? It's a question people have asked me. Super simple. You literally pull it up. You put where you're going to be going. You can see along your trip where you're going to be taking, the route you're going to be taking, and then all you got to do is find that gas station and go and stop at it. That's, it's pretty much that easy. Inflation has us all thinking about different ways to cut back. And cutting back on fuel is pretty much my biggest concern because I travel so much. Whether it's driving less, dining out, or buying less from the grocery stores, we all can agree there's nothing fun about less. That's why I started using Upside. Upside is an incredible app for everybody who buys gas, groceries, and dines out, which is every single one of you who's watching this. Somebody that is watching this, you, you dine out, or you buy groceries, or you buy gas. Do not tell me you don't, unless you live on a rock, which I highly doubt it. So with upsides, I don't have to cut back because I get cash back on every single purchase. Not going to lie. You know what, Charles, let me, get, let me get my drink over there, please. This right here, this coffee, by the way, my treat items, I guess you would say, my, my, my latte I like to drink every single morning is made possible because upside, it's, it's literally free. If you think about it, with the amount of money I save on gas, this cup of coffee right here is free. Why would you want this? You earn money on gas, groceries, and dining out. Because you don't have to cut back because you're earning cash on these essentials. All you got to do to get started is download the free Upside app, use my promo code STTPODCAST, and get $5 or more cash back on your very first purchase of $10 or more. That is right. It's free. Go and download it. Type in Upside inside your app store. Google Play, Apple. Don't I don't really care what you guys use. Try it out. Use my promo code STTPODCAST and get $5 or more cash back on your very first purchase of $10 or more. Claim your offer. Wherever you guys use Upside, check in at a business, pay as usual with a credit or debit card, and get paid. In comparison, credit card rewards and loyalty programs, you guys can actually earn three times more cash back with Upside. Upside users are earning more than a million dollars every week. That's probably why they have a 4.8 rating on the App Store. Download the free Upside app and use promo code STTPODCAST to get $5 more cash back on your very first purchase of $10 or more. That's $5 or more cash back on your very first purchase of $10 or more using my promo code STTPODCAST. So, we are now circling back to the Nazi resident rhetoric that we once have seen over and over again. They're now adding the fact that the Ukrainian military reaches the Russian border, apparently. They're going to start this, uh, like, mass extermination that's going to happen. I don't really know when this, when this became a thing, but that's going to happen, I guess. Imagine being fed this nonsense daily from your local news network. Instead of going, hey, Jim, let's kick over to you and see what's going on in Mary's Pizza Joint. It's, all right, expect the Ukrainians at the border, they're going to be doing mass exterminations. Now, this right here is the content I came for. This is the content we all came for. So enjoy it. 
Потому что вы пытаетесь оправдать это. Я это не пытался оправдать. Именно этим вы Well, 
that's in Ukraine, but they're all on the western side of the river. Now, the decision is prompted by the creation of large-scale defensive fortifications so that any attack can be repelled. There is no place for civilians where the military operates. Let the Russian army carry out its task. Under these conditions, our key is to save the human lives and allow the troops of the Russian Federation to effectively perform their functions in defending the Kyrgyzstan region. We will take the civilian population to the left bank and organize step-by-step matter. For those residents in the region who decide to move to other regions of Russia, the Russian government will provide housing certificates. Wow, those certificates are going to be phenomenal. Couldn't, cannot wait to see what that's like. I ask everyone to keep calm and not to listen to alarmists. Kyrgyzstan region remains under the reliable protection of the Russian army. Our cause is just. We know it and our enemy knows it and the victory is ours. Good luck. Yeah, wait. What do you mean it's just? How is this? How is anything they've done is just? Can anybody explain that one to me? And how is this? What, I don't remember what it said at the very beginning. We're talking about it's uncompromisable, uncompromising. Like what are they? What is he? My God, the irony that that that, that spews from these people is is it's insane. I actually almost cursed from one of the first times on this podcast. Now, what I really got for this message is they're panicking for a bit. Just down in case they're panicking, are they not? They would really like this civilian population to leave the area and just migrate over to proper, or Russia proper, excuse me, and not some fake stake they've actually declared to be theirs. I'm also very confident that Ukraine's main goal is to have Kyrgyzstan in their, in their grasp, in their, under control, before the winter months actually really set in. I am not entirely sure why this video was sped up so fast. I honestly, I, maybe it's because it had to fit in a certain time. I tried to slow it down. It sounded as your dog like it didn't make very much sense. But I want you to see exactly what he was saying and what his views are. This is still the same narrative that's being pushed about the Nazis are coming. They're, they're, like we've heard, we've literally heard the Russians say that they're going to come and exterminate everybody inside of Russia. They're going to take your babies and eat them. I, that, was, that was also one of the weirdest ones I've ever heard. They're coming for your kids. They're going to eat them. What, the, what in the world? <sighs> now in regards to movement on the ground the last couple of days inside the northern region of the country, we haven't seen much change in regards to progress towards Civito. But I am also not, I'm not really entirely sure it's because the Russians are putting up a good fight, but I think it's because the Ukrainians have taken a quick pause and are waiting for things to get aligned. I'm still seeing the indications it's more along those lines of things that we're waiting to get their ducks in a row. I think we're seeing, we're going to see some movement in the next 48 hours inside of this region, most likely on the northern side that's coming out of Kupiansk, okay? I feel like we've been discussing the fact that the Kyrgyzstan front line has been staged for an offensive push by the Ukrainians for months now. They've been softening up the Russians inside this area over, I, I don't even know how many months now, but it's, it's crazy to me to see this happening in real time. Yesterday, Ukraine launched 22 strikes from air assets targeting 18 Russian troop and logistical uh, concentrations, like positions. Three Russian air defense complexes were also destroyed. So they're still softening up the blow. Like, still softening them up for the big major blow that's coming. Ukrainian air defense also interdicted 38 to 43 Iranian-made um, Shahid-136 drones, or whatever they're called, which is an interception rate of 88%. But remember, the Iranian government isn't involved in the war inside of Ukraine and hasn't supplied the Russians with any drones whatsoever. They haven't done it. At all. I don't know how those I don't know how those drones got there. I don't know how they what do you mean they're drones? That's that's not ours. So hope you guys enjoyed this video over here. I know it was a little bit different. If you guys enjoyed it, please let me know in the comments down below. If not, 
I'll be back to my regular scheduled videos. Do love you guys. I'm out.